I'm delighted to be joined by Tom Navivo, Mayor of Wyndham. He joins us on the fourth Monday of every month to update listeners on town progress in many areas as mayor. Tom leads the town council agenda and initiatives in our monthly program made possible by Willimantic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willimantic Napa store, 51 Boston Post Road in Willimantic. Mr. Mayor, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. And are you getting pumped up for romantic Willimantic Cupid? We are. I, you know, I'm getting excited. It's a, it's a very exciting time, as you know. I mean, this is our 41st year of having Cupids. So what you get it when you were like four? Yes, it was on my fourth birthday actually back in uh, 1982, I think it was, when they shocked the heck out of me. It's a little harder to do that these days with the pandemic because uh, we will probably, the way things look right now, be having another in-studio announcement like we did last year, Tom? Absolutely. I, I don't think it's appropriate. Many of the present uh, cupids that are still with us are uh, in advanced maturity and age and it's probably not a good idea to put them all in a room together and you know gav the community i think it's just be best to do it online and everybody can listen to their favorite radio station wyli and we can hear all about it am i the advanced stage group you're talking about there <laughs> no not you of course yeah. not but you know there's there's just uh it's probably not appropriate to to get together yet and, and something Something that isn't crucial that you know we don't have to do, and it works worked very well last year, I think. Well, and I, yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit because I thought it was so appropriate what we did last year. And no, we didn't have all the cupids when we announced it here in the studio because they wouldn't fit. As we gave a collective group, all the medical people, the first responders. Uh, to what they've had to go through during this pandemic. And I thought that was so appropriate. And people ask me if I know who it's going to be. I'm not involved in that. You are. So can you give us a little bit of insight? I don't need a winner's name. I don't know you know it yet. But how does the process work, and are you getting nominations? We are getting nominations. If you have someone you want to nominate, you can send an email to the Wyndham Rec, Wyndham Rec CT, or Rec, rec Department, uh, and then they, they put all the nominations together. And then town council has a uh, uh, executive session that you know we all sit and we. All, I'm not really so sure how we're going to do that this year because of the COVID, but we'll probably have a special Zoom meeting some night next, right before the 14th, and we'll pick the cupid and then we announce it at uh, wherever we're announcing it, and uh, on the 14th, on Monday the 14th. About the same time, as a matter of fact, at 7.40. We've already got that program booked on the Wayno Show here for today. Did you enjoy the football games yesterday, Mayor? What? The football. Oh, the football games. What a great... You know, Tom Brady never fails to excite, does he? Never. Uh, what a, That was a great game. The second game yesterday was a great game. It was just a good weekend of football. I really enjoyed it. You know, I know there's a lot of Patriot fans. Uh, I happen to be a Giants fan. Okay, I hope that doesn't hurt me in the election going next in two years from now, but I am a Giants fan. Uh, you know, can't give up on a team that can't seem to win. But uh, the, the Patriots losing Tom Brady, if we have such an affinity for Tom Brady, you know, everybody seems to like him watching the Bucks. Uh, 
I'll be honest and say that when that game was 23 at halftime, I did other things. And then I just happened to check it out like late in the game, and uh, I started to follow it late, and it was pretty exciting. And then game two was just off the charts, too. Although it was sort of an advertisement for bad pass defense, man, there was some serious blown coverages in that game. Tell me what you have to say about the no-free shelter finding a home. That's been a long, drawn-out process, but do we have a long-term solution here? Yes, I think we do, uh, Wayne. This uh, acquisition, that, and I believe the Foster Foundation is helping them with that, but they have uh, this on the corner of Valley and Mansfield Avenue, the planning and zoning picked that area to be an appropriate area for a homeless shelter. A no-freeze. This isn't like a permit. You know, this is a no-free shelter. That's what we they operate. And uh, by having a permanent home, it should help them bring in the, the, the social service network that's needed uh, to help these folks find permanent housing, you know, something sustainable. You know, we all know we have a lot of people that are homeless at the moment, and it seems to grow every day. And we can't have them living in tents behind your radio station and or living in under trees or or and dumps in a uh, the other night there was somebody I had to actually get him to the homeless shelter. He was living in a port of potty there, sitting out by the community center. It was like at ten thirty at night. There was a fellow spending the night in there, so we got him out and got him down there. So if we have a a permanent facility, hopefully we can. You know, find a solution for the individuals because I think you know there's if there's 20 now, you know if you find solutions for them, the next 10, then it becomes, you know, as they move in and out of homelessness. And one of our big community resources and benefactors is David Foster. Today's his 70th birthday. Is he playing a role in that no free shelter funding? Yeah, I, I've Dave told me he was uh, involved in helping them finance it and fund it and because, you know, they don't have a lot of resources. So Dave is doing that. And, you know, happy birthday to Mr. Foster. I mean, I can't believe he's 70. I've, uh, it's, a, it's a strange thing. I've known him very for a very long time. I would have put him at more 68, but 70 is a good number because we both lived, grew up on North Street, and he just a little further down the street. So I, 70 is, uh, is an accomplishment. Tom, the elephant in the room is the pandemic and COVID. And I know it's no fun to talk about after two years, basically two years this month now, but uh, just update me what's going on in town. Even though the numbers have improved somewhat, we've still got a lot of people testing positive, and every now and then people die from this thing. So it's not over yet. It's not. And, you know, I've heard of a couple of situations where classrooms where children are starting to get it. The mask mandate, you know, there was a nice article in the Chronicle about the mask mandate. You know, I think it works. I, I can't, you know, having masks, we all have to do our part. It's not comfortable wearing a mask. I don't always like it, but you have to wear one when you're in public. And I ask that people do it, and the town manager's asking people to wear it. And I don't see it being lifted specifically until the warmer weather comes. You know, I, I've made a, a point to speak with the town manager, Jim Rivers, and I believe he said this. We can't go in and out, you know, have it, oh, our numbers are good, so let's cancel the mask mandate, and two weeks later our numbers get bad, put it, reinstate it. I want consistency. I think it helps people, uh, you know, and uh, just take care of one another and wear a mask. I mean, I, we're all going to tell people that, 
you see people out in the public or tell people put a mask on because we've seen them in the grocery stores or whatever, but it's it's a way to show that you care for one another by putting a mask on. And how about just testing in general, the value of testing and now some increased testing sites, including additional days at Rec Park? Additional days at Rec Park, uh, Generations is still doing it. Thank you to Arvid Shaw and his crew down there. It's two days a week. You need to call and make an appointment. Uh, and then there's Wyndham Hospital. It's so easy to make an appointment at Wyndham Hospital, too. Someone told me, you just have to go to your Harvard Healthcare website, and you click. I've done it twice. But, you know, I think getting tested helps stop the spread because a lot of people might test positive for COVID and feel, oh, I have a little cold, I'm tired today. Well, that's a good time to get tested. You know, I'm not, if you've, or you've been in a situation, uh, you go get tested, and... Uh, catches it early so you don't go out and spread it. If the earlier you, you get, uh, you know, it's diagnosed, the less chance you have of spreading it. And that's, you know, the COVID isn't going away, and I, I'm not, I do, you know, you do tire of thinking about it. Of course, we all do, and that's important, but uh, we, we just can't give up, you know, just because we're tired of it. You know, you don't just can't quit the race early. We're going to beat this, and I think it's going to be with us for a long time. You're going to I think we'll see it be part like getting the flu shot in the fall. And, of course, we have the home testing kits available now, and if you signed up for it, uh, the government will send you some more, too. But I got tested four times since the week before Thanksgiving to, I guess it was the week between Christmas and New Year's, and for the most part, I'm talking about the one at Rec Park, uh, I got the results back within, like, I don't know, 30 hours or so. In other words, you get it tested in the morning today, you'll get it back tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow night, which I think is a pretty quick turnaround. Of course, the home testing kits, you can get it done in, like, 15 minutes or so, so it can be done, and there have uh, been some pretty bad numbers, but they are starting to come down. Although the uh, the state testing site, which on Thursdays gives more detailed information, they said that as of that would be two Saturdays ago now, Wyndham was a thirty five percent positivity rate for the prior two weeks. That's like jaw dropping bad. Yeah, it is bad. Thirty five percent. It's thirty five percent of everyone tested is test positive. Right, and the home kids don't count in that. Correct, because well, they're not in the. You don't log into the system. You know, uh, and say, hey, I don't think, I don't know of a way if you take a home kit and they're test positive. If you take a home kit and you test positive, you need to stay in the house and start getting stuff delivered and leave the money on the, on the front porch and have people deliver you food if you need it. But uh, you can't go to the grocery store and quickly say, well, I'll make it now. But, uh, you know, the home testing kits don't get, that really don't, not in the numbers. But I, I think, you know, we're going to get, but we, we're so bad, we can't do anything but get better, can we? I mean, you have to bottom, bottom. the only way is to stop digging and just wear a mask. Tom, tell me about the town meeting at the end of last month, December, and also the ARPA money. Yeah, you know, the town meeting, we haven't had a town meeting in two years. It was my, I think it was my second town meeting as, a, as elected mayor. We had one at the VFW outdoors. It was in the big field in front of the VFW, but this one, because of cold weather, and we're, we were required to spend the seven, roughly $7 million. And uh, we had a town meeting, and everyone has the right to vote, so there were some some folks that uh, refused to wear a mask, but we, they were allowed in to vote and, and just to do what they, they needed. Uh, but for the most part, uh, out of the 100-some-odd people that were in attendance, I would say 80 
five of them, maybe 90 wore masks. There wasn't, you know, and uh, we all sat separately, and I ran the meeting. But it's exciting to have this uh, $7 million to help with all kinds of projects throughout the town. I mean, there's economic development. We touched everything. There's economic development, public safety, parks and outdoor recreations, which is all part of COVID money, and, of course, things that that we found we needed. We need better technology and communication. I had never I'd done a Zoom meeting, but I never did, like, a Google Meet. Actually, I think I'd done a go-to meeting, never done a real Zoom like we do now. Now it's so easy. Someone says, oh, we have a Zoom meeting. I know how to click on and get in. I can do it in my car. I, you know, you shouldn't do Zoom meetings when you're driving. But, uh, you know, you can, if you're somewhere, you can pull over and do it on your phone. So, in other words, you can teach an old dog new tricks? You can. You can, and it's something. So, But we do need to have this technology investment in the town. It's really important. You talked economic development. Get specific on that, including Popeyes. It's almost done, and you've got some North Wyndham news, too. Yeah, well, you know, the Popeyes is going to be open. It's really like within two weeks they'll be open. And uh, I keep seeing their ads for Louisiana chicken. I've never been to Louisiana, so I can't wait to taste their chicken. You know, it's, uh, and their sandwiches sure look good on their ads. And uh, But they are hiring. I do know that much because... Uh, their signs are hiring. So if anyone's out there looking for a job, they definitely need staff to run that run that uh, restaurant. And it's going to be exciting to have a, a new place open right in Willimantic. We don't get a lot of new places that have never been to town before opening. And, uh, of course, North Wyndham, you know, it's more housing development, but it, it's a tax paying. They haven't, uh, it's being done it's going to, between the old Sears, Klaus Lawson Roofing Company, and Home Depot, they're going to build a road and connect that road, and they're building 136 units. And there was some uh, debate the other night concerning uh, storm runoff, and it was interesting how the folks from Joshua Trust thought that uh, it was a well-thought-out storm drainage plan that shouldn't hurt the properties near there. Uh, we do need housing. If anyone's out there looking for an apartment, you know you can't. There's really not a lot of apartment availability in this region, specifically, you know, UConn has some openings, but they're more for students. But if you're looking for worker housing, and you know, Wyndham's a great place to live, so we need the apartments. And you know, with the Amazon coming to Plainfield, that's you know, I met with the first selectman in Plainfield about a month back, and his biggest problems were the people that were going to live that work at Amazon. Well, Wyndham is uh, about ten miles away from the Amazon facility, which is being built where the old dog track was. I don't know if folks know where that is, but it's a huge facility going up. And I understand also that housing project in North Wyndham will eventually abut the airline trail. Will it have any definite impact on that great resource? Well, it shouldn't. According to Joshua's Trust, you know, there's a there's a storm scepter system being put in to do... Uh, to clean the stormwater up, and it uh, really shouldn't have much except for, you know, maybe more use, I would think. There'll probably be more people joining it from the housing facility, but I don't see that it should affect it at all. That's what I was, I attended the Inland Wetlands Committee, uh, and uh, it shouldn't have much effect at all. You'll see it, so of course, there'll be a change in view, but otherwise than that, this, 
it should work just well and shouldn't put water on the trail and shouldn't affect the the white cedar bog that's further down and uh so you you know you'll see it but otherwise than that it shouldn't affect it at all and that's a great resource i'm glad to hear you're walking it a lot wayne oh yeah i've been doing that for about six seven years now and i'll be seeing you in our studio when we announce the 2022 romantic willematic cupid as tom mentioned earlier you get information by going to the town of wyndham recreation apartment webpage it's right there on the home page you click on the link and there's a page and it also tells you how to nominate someone to become cupid as the nominations are open until february 4th and the email address is wyndham rec rec at wyndham tom always a pleasure thanks for joining me today happy birthday mr foster all right thanks our monthly Mayor Meeting Monday program brought to you by Willimantic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willimantic Napa store, 51 Boston Post Road, Willimantic, 14 WILI Willimantic, and 95.3 FM.